It's good to be saved. Amen. And I thank God for His goodness this morning. I'm nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Amen. And uh, some of y'all get that, some of y'all won't. Amen. Uh, I'm thankful for my preacher, our preacher. And uh, I'm thankful for this church. I I don't say it enough, but I, I can't... I can't tell y'all what this church means to me and my family. And um, I'm thankful that we got a place that we can come for an oasis when we're not in meeting. And I was telling Brother Caleb back there that that podcast, and some of y'all probably don't even look at it because y'all are here. But we've got a podcast now through the church, and I cannot tell y'all what a a blessing that's been to get to hear preaching. And and, uh, I'm just thankful. God's been so good to me and my family. I, you know, Facebook's got that on this day thing now, and some people, that's probably depressing it, 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 and, and a shameful of what we've done and things like that. But I, I looked over the last few years, and, you know, there's been miscarriages, and there's been babies that's died. And, there, and last year, we was out of our camper and out of our home. And uh, I, I, every, it seemed like every Christmas, I'm not complaining, but uh, 2014, we found out about the, the babies being sick and things like that. And... Uh, but I, I was riding up the road this morning, and preacher, I just got to thinking about how good God's been to us all through those years, but God's been so good to us this year. And I'm just very, very thankful this morning. I may try, I'm going to try to preach. I may cry all morning. I've been, I've been crying since last night, so y'all just have to pray for me. Uh, I've been shouting and crying. I couldn't sleep last night, what God did. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 1. If you will, stand read, read one more time. It's been like the State of the Union around here this morning. Amen. Except for when Obama's president. Say amen right there. <clears throat> amen. If that offended you, you needed to be offended. Amen. You know the only thing worse than an uh, Obama 2012 sticker? A Hillary 2016 sticker. Amen. Amen. Y'all pray for me. Amen. Matthew chapter 1, verse number 18. I've just got a simple thought. I've been carrying, around, carrying this thought around with me for years, and God's never given me a message on it. And uh, Tuesday night, we went through some things and uh, situation and some trial, and uh, God put this message in my heart Tuesday night, laying there in bed. So uh, Matthew 1, verse 18, the Bible says, Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. And I'm going to say more about that in a few minutes. But while he thought on those things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph... Thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. No other name like that. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophets, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted, uh, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, 
and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. Lord, I need you to touch me. Lord, if you don't touch me, I'll just be talking this morning. Pray that you fill me with the Holy Ghost of God. Bring to remembrance that which we've just uh, chewed on all week. Dear Lord, thank you for putting this in my heart. Thank you for this thought, this message. Lord, no doubt, as preachers already said, there is people here that's lost this morning that need Christ, that need to be saved. And Lord, I pray that the Holy Ghost of God will do a work of drawing that only He can do this morning. And I pray, dear God, that, that these sinners that are here this morning, that would, they would come to an altar and, be, and repent and put their faith in Christ this morning. We we love you so very much. We thank you for coming. We thank you for dying. And we thank you for rising. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you. Might be seated this morning. I want to say a few things by way of introduction. I'll give you the thought God's put on my heart. But this morning I see three things by way of introduction in these verses. In, uh, in verses 18 and then in, again in verse number uh, 23, we see the virgin birth in these verses. And every year there's a lot of controversy around this virgin birth. But let me say that if it would not have been a virgin birth, him dying on the cross would have meant nothing. Can I get an amen right there? And they are trying to break down the deity of Christ so therefore they attack the only thing that in that birth the deity could have done and that is him not having an earthly father. Amen. So we see the virgin birth. I don't care what the, the modern uh, church world is saying. There's a lot of big names now that are denying the virgin birth and First John says those people are anti-Christ. Amen. And you need to avoid them like the plague. Amen. So I see the virgin birth, but then I also see this morning the vision in verse 25. The angel come to Joseph and he begins to console Joseph and reveals to Joseph what he is trying to, uh, what is happening. Now listen, uh, if you're having visions tonight or today, it's probably because you ate too much pizza before you went to bed. Can I get an amen right there? But Brother Gravely, we do not go by visions this morning. We have the revealed Word of God, but in this day and time, God still worked through visions and miracles, but when that last amen was pinned down in Revelation 22, we are not looking for visions anymore. We have got the revealed Word of God in the 66 books of the King James Bible. Amen. That's right, that's right. But then this morning, I see something, and I, I'm about to have me a time. I see something in verse 25. The Bible says, and he knew and knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. And this morning, I don't just see a virgin birth in these verses. I don't just see a vision in these verses, but I see a vocabulary in these verses. Now, Brother Lamar, I've searched and I've looked, and as far as I can tell, the only word we have recorded in our King James Bible of Joseph ever saying is in verse number 25. And of all the words that he said in his lifetime, no doubt he lived to be a mature man. He and Mary had other children. He had a, he, he was a carpenter. He was known abroad. I, we know that he wasn't alive. I don't believe he was alive during the earthly ministry of Christ. But we, of all the words that he said in his lifetime, no doubt he said millions. The only word that was ever recorded in the Bible of him saying was one word, and that is the name Jesus. Y'all just calm down there. 
This morning, the only word we ever have recorded of Joseph saying is Jesus. Amen. And if I, hey, this morning, of all the things that could be said and all the things that would be said, this morning, the greatest word that's ever rolled off human lips, off of angels' lips, hey, this morning, off of God's lips, is the name Jesus. Amen. And this morning, I want to preach just for a little while. If I had only, if I had only one word, Jesus would be heard. Amen. If I had only one word, Jesus would be heard. I see this name this morning, and I want to just look at this name and what it means in this text. Uh, if you've never looked it up, Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. That is what the word Jesus means. And I look through our text here, and the first thing I see is the purity of this name. In verse number 18, in verse number 23, in verse number 25, there is a lot of purity that surrounds this name. Uh, we see that Mary, she is a virgin. Amen. That's exactly right. Amen. Now we do not worship Mary. Can I get an amen right there? We do not pray to Mary. If Mary went to heaven, she had to get saved just like we got saved. Amen. Mary this morning was not deity. She was favored of God. She was a virgin. She was a good young lady. But Mary was not deity. Can I get an amen right there? Hey, this morning, listen to me. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, there is but one God and one mediator, the man, Christ. There is but one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. That means I don't have to go to a pope. That means I don't have to go to a priest. That means I don't have to go to a preacher. And that means, neighbor, that I don't have to pray to Mary this morning because I've got direct access to the throne of God because I have an advocate. I have a mediator. I have somebody daysman, if you will, standing between me and God, making intercession for me. Amen. This morning, she was a virgin. We see the, the, the links that Joseph, and we think of Mary's side of this thing, but Joseph was just as much a part of this thing. Amen. And, we, and Joseph is wanting to go to every extent to keep the law. That's what verse number, is it verse number Excuse me. Verse number uh, 21 where he's talking about... No, I'm sorry. Verse number 19 where he's talking about not making her a public example. But he was minded to put her away. Do you understand? That's talking about not even marrying this girl. He wanted to put her away privately, Brother Mark, because he knew the law that she could be stoned. Amen? This morning, uh, we go on, and, and I'm not trying to be vulgar this morning. I'm just preaching the Bible. In verse 25, the Bible says he knew her not till after she had brought forth her, her child. Now listen to me this morning. I'm not being vulgar, but when the name of Jesus, when Jesus shows up in your life, when Jesus becomes real in your life, nobody will have to beg you to be pure. That's right. Nobody will have to beg you to live right. Amen. There is purity surrounding this name. Now listen to me. I've already said it. But if he would not have been born pure of a virgin, he could have not have died pure and he could have not have risen again pure. Amen. There's a lot in that. If he wasn't holy, we couldn't be holy. Amen. If it wasn't for the holiness of Christ this morning, there would be no holiness imputed unto us. And without holiness, no man shall see God. This morning, hey, this morning, and Christ is holy. His birth was holy. His death was holy. His resurrection was holy. And without the resurrection, the holiness and the purity of His birth, we couldn't have had any of the other. Amen. Amen. So I see this morning this purity uh, and, and, and His name produces holiness. Listen to me. 
Holiness came down at Calvary. Amen. Holiness came, comes in at conversion. And holiness goes out in our conversation. Is that right? Amen. This morning there is there's positional holiness. Brother Lamar, when I got saved, the night I got saved, the holiness of God was imputed unto me. I am just as, in God's eyes, I'm just as, as holy as I'll be when I'm sitting around the throne of God one day in glory. Hey, but that is positional holiness. That's everything God does. We have no say in that other than the fact that we surrender our will, repent and be saved. Amen. That is positional holiness. Amen. But then there is practical holiness. Amen. And that that is me living out, making a choice by the help of the Holy Ghost, making a choice to live out the holiness that is within me. And this morning, friend, hey, you won't, God, hey, the preacher won't have to beg you to dress right. The preacher won't have to beg you to do right. Hey, nobody will have to guilt you to do right if Jesus is real in your life. Amen. I'm just a, I'm a firm believer of that. Amen. Hey, this morning, and you better believe, make sure your sins will find you out. First John 5 is still in the Bible. There there is a sin unto death. And this morning, I promise you, Brother Chris, every time I've ever went away from him, I've been chasing, I've been whooped. Amen. Hey, you cannot, if you're saved, you can't sin and get by. Hey, but this morning, hey, if you're saved, if Jesus is real in your life, if you're in love with the Son of God, it'll produce purity in your life. Amen. So I see the purity of this name. But verse 19, look at verse 19. I've read it a little bit. But Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, was not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. I see the price of this name. Now, Brother Laddie, if I'm, if I'm a single, if I'm a, a man that's engaged to this young lady, especially in the economy that they lived in, that, that, there is some severity that, I mean, they could have literally, by the law, stoned married. Do y'all understand that? I'm sitting in my carpenter shop one day and Brother Wilson, my, my fiance, walks in and says, hey, babe, I, I, guess what? I'm expecting. I'm, I mean, you're going to be real calm about that. And then, and then she's like, oh, and don't worry, it's the Son of God. You're going to think she's lost her mind. Sure. That's right. That's right. Uh, can I get an Amen. 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 That makes a Hallmark movie look normal. Say amen right there. Preacher, I'm talking about, here comes this girl, in his, his fiance, the woman he loves, the woman he is entrusting to be pure, all these things that she says she's a virgin, all these things, and here she comes up and says, I'm, in, I'm with child. You're going to think she's crazy. You're gonna, and now she's telling me that it's God's son. What? Amen. Y'all, we, we're, we're looking at this. Now you're going to think she's lost her mind. But Joseph and all of that, he was willing to stay with her. Do you understand the shame and the reproach that Jesus caused in their life? They didn't get to walk through town with a trophy preacher that said, we're, we're going to have the Son of God. No. They did not throw Joseph and Mary a parade. Do y'all understand this? It was a shame. They were no doubt in their, in their culture looked down upon and, 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 and talked about and run down. Amen, I tell you. Hey, and that was all because of the name Jesus in their life. 
Let me say this this morning. It bothers me. I'm not asking for persecution. Y'all understand what I'm talking about. But it bothers me that we as Christians are so accepted in this world. It bothers me this this morning that we as Christians are not more salty in this world. And it bothers me this morning. And I believe it bothers God that there is not more persecution in America. Hey, because, uh, listen to me, uh, the name of Christ will come with a price. Amen. 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 If you're living out what that Bible preaches, you won't go long until it'll cost you something. Amen. Amen. If you're living out what that Bible teaches and preaches and, and shows, you will not be comfortable in this world. You will always be awkward. I remember in high school, I went to public high school and preacher, every time I'd get around all the cool kids and I, I, I hung out with some of them and I wasn't cool, I just hung out with some of them. Amen? But I would be around them and, and I, it never failed. There would be a pause in the conversation. They'd be talking about something worldly and I, it never failed. I'd say something stupid. Yeah. I'm sorry I said that word, but I, I, I would. You know why? Because that's not who I was. That's right. Amen. Amen. And they'd all look at me funny. Yeah. By the way, all of them are messed up now. Yes, sir. All of them are in shambles now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All those that used to look at me funny, Brother Chris, Brother Grant, those that used to look at us funny, hey, they're in shambles now. Y'all hear me? But this morning, hey, I'm telling you by the grace of God, hey, it will cost you something. There will be a price tag attached to the name of Jesus. Your family that's lost, even your family that's saved, you know, and they got this sloppy, agape Christianity. Hey, it'll bother them if you're really living for God. It'll bother your, hey, it will bother your saved family if you're really living for Christ because their problem is is they want to hold on to the world and get a little Jesus when it's comfortable. Hey, but if you're really living biblical Christianity, if Jesus is real in your life, it will rub them the wrong way. Amen. I was told this week by a family member that in a very heated way with very many cuss words surrounding it that you don't have to take the Bible so literally. You know what my response was, Brother Grant? Oh, yes. We take the Bible literally. Amen. I believe it from cover to cover. I believe where it says Holy Bible on the front. I believe it where it says concordance in the back. Say amen right there. Hey, I believe every bit of it. And it don't, it don't matter if I believe it or not. Whether I don't believe it. Whether you don't believe it. It's right. Hey, if we'll live out Christ in our lives, why there will be a price to pay. And it bothers me that we're so comfortable. It bothers me. It bothers me, Brother Josh, that we are so received. You know what my biggest problem with was when the Pope came a couple, a year, last year and everybody's bowing down and kissing his ring in the, in the Congress and all that? You know why that bothers me? Because the world likes him. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. And you know what bothers me, Brother Mar? When the world is okay with me. I'm not talking about being a jerk. Can I get an amen? I'm not talking about being ugly. But it bothers me when the world is comfortable very long around me. We got to a Christmas thing this week. And, and I'm, it's going to hairlit some folks, but it'll be all right. I, we got to a Christmas thing this week. And, and one of Miss Chloe's family members, the first thing they said, said, Oh, I see y'all have already got Emmeline in skirts. Real critical. I said something about alcohol this week. 
You know, I'm always sticking my foot in my mouth. I, I said something about alcohol this week in a negative way and said, Oh, yeah, alcohol will send you to hell. No, alcohol won't send you to hell, but, but not putting your faith in Christ will. That's right. yes, sir. Amen. Yeah. You know what? The, I ain't boasting on me, preacher, but what I am saying is we should not be comfortable and the world should not be comfortable around us yeah, right. if Christ, right. if Jesus yes, is real in our life. Amen. I spent too much time on there. I'm hurrying. Everybody's wanting to get to figgy pudding. Amen. If I had only one word, Jesus will be heard. I see the price of the name, the purity of the name, but I see the purpose of the name. Verse 21, it's already been mentioned this morning. And, it, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. You know the purpose of the name Christ? Let me stop right there. You know why the world doesn't like the name Jesus? You know you can pray in any name. You can pray in the name of Muhammad. You can pray in the name of Allah. You can pray in the name of Buddha. You can pray in the name of, uh, of the Pope. You can even pray in the name of God because to the world, that's a very generic term. But when you specify deity, and that you can listen. If you notice the, the contemporary songs, everything is him or uh, he or, or, or God. They, know, they don't want to specify Jesus because it don't sell records. And most of the Southern Gospels like that too. Say amen right there. They don't, it won't sell records, Brother Lamar, when we specify the name Jesus. Here's the thing. The world, if they admit there is a Jesus, if they admit that Jesus is the God of the Bible and the God of the Bible is God, if they admit that, that this is absolute truth, they are saying that they are under condemnation. They are having to put themselves under authority. Amen. And the world does not want that today. Amen. Hey, listen to me. If, if Jesus is not real, what is the big deal about him? You don't see nobody getting no petitions up about Santa Claus, do you? Amen. Last time I checked, the world doesn't have a problem with the leprechauns and the Easter bunnies. Hey, but the problem this morning is, is they don't like Jesus. Hey, because he came into the world and the light, when that light, he is the light, it shineth upon all men and they don't retain him in their knowledge. And preacher, when they admit that Jesus is real, when they hear the name Jesus, hey, it convicts them. It condemns them because he is the light. And you know what light? does it saves amen he came to save us from our sins this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world uh, Paul said to save sinners of whom I am chief amen I've got news for you this morning hey Jesus saves Jesus saves Jesus saves he didn't come to stay in the manger he didn't come just to be a carpenter he didn't come to heal just to heal the blind he didn't come just to raise the dead. Oh, but neighbor, you can mark her down. He came so he could save sinners. Amen. Hallelujah to God. Amen. He came to save sinners. Amen. He came to save the dope heads. He came to save the church kids. That's me. Amen. He came to save the snotty nose bus kids. He came to save the whoremonger. He came to save the fornicator. He came to save the sodomite. He came to save the lesbian. He came to save the Mexican. He came to save the Guatemalan. Praise God. He came to save the white. He came to save the black and the yellow and the red. Amen. Amen. He came to Save us all. Amen. Hallelujah to God. He came 
the purpose of this name, salvation. This morning, I see the purity of the name, the price of the name, the purpose of the name. But then I see the preaching of this name. In verse 21, Joseph's in turmoil until verse 21. Y'all notice that? It, it said he was willing to put her away privately. He was willing to put Mary completely out of his life. Y'all hear me? This man was in turmoil. But look what happens in verse 21. I believe it's verse 21. No, it's verse 22. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying. Do you notice that? That the angel is quoting the Bible. Can I show y'all something else? Go to, go to chapter 2 verse 17. Or verse 11. I'm sorry. Chapter 2 verse 11. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary. I'm sorry. Wrong verse. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Verse 15. And, there was, and was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying... Look at verse 17. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying... And then verse 23. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. Listen to me. The, most, the biggest theme in the Old Testament is not goats and rams. If you'll look at the Old Testament, the biggest theme in the Old Testament is Jesus. Can I get an amen right there? Brother Brian, this morning, everything, uh, Joseph was in turmoil, Joseph was messed up, and all of a sudden, he got a word from God. Amen. Oh, hey, his life is, is turned upside down, Brother Lamar. He's biting his nails, don't know what he's going to do. And all of a sudden, the angel said, let me just give you one more thing while I'm here. There's some Bible on what I'm saying. There's some Scripture on what I'm saying. And this morning, while the world is looking, listening for a voice, I'm glad this morning I've got a verse. Amen. Hey, this morning, I don't have to worry when I've got a word. This morning, I'm glad the name of Jesus has been preached. I'm glad he's being preached this morning. If anything about Christmas, I don't like most of it. But this morning, if anything, the name of Christ is being promoted in this world. Amen. Amen. Me and my wife faced some things this week. I told her Tuesday night, I said, sweetheart, as long as we can say the Bible says about everything in our life, we don't have nothing to worry about. I wonder if you can say that about your life. The Bible says. Amen. When you're confronted with that price, when you're confronted with reproach and persecution, you better be, what you're doing, you better have somewhere you can say the Bible says. Amen. I don't have to worry about it. It, whether it's the law of the land or not, if the Bible says it, we're going to do it. Amen? And we ought to make our mind up this morning. We're going to do it. This morning, I don't have to worry because I've got the Word. Amen? And everything changed. The whole tune of this story changed. Joseph put it out of his mind about putting her away because he got a Word from God. He got a verse. He heard Jesus preach. And this morning, if you're here and you're lost, the greatest thing you've ever heard, hey, the greatest thing that's ever happened to you, hey, 
is to this morning, not because I'm preaching to Brother Lamar or any of these young men, but the fact that the name of Jesus has been preached unto you one more time. And this morning, you can be saved because of the name of Jesus. Hey, this morning, he died so you can live. He gave his everything so you can be something. Amen. He died like a sinner so you can be a saint. Hey, this morning, hey, I'm just going to, Brother Lamar, I'm just going to preach Jesus. Amen. Preacher, I remember going and sitting around with them old timers back home, and I say that reverently, them old preachers, but most of them old Southern Baptist preachers. And, and I'd sit down with them, and it, it used to bother me. They'd say, well, every message you preach, you ought to run to Calvary as quick as you can. That's what they'd always say. And I'm thinking, man, there's so much more in the Bible than Calvary. Amen. And then I found out the longer I preached that if you're really preaching the Bible, Brother Grant, it's going to get you back to Calvary. It's going to get you back to Jesus. Amen. And this morning, let me tell you, sinner, there's nobody that loves you more than Jesus. There's nobody that'll take you where you're at more than Jesus. There's nobody that's given more for you than Jesus. There's nobody that's went further from you than Jesus. And if I, with my last breath, if I had only one word, Jesus would be heard. This morning, if I could go down preaching, if I die preaching, preacher, hey, I, well, I hope that night or that day, I hope I'm preaching Jesus. Hey, if I, hey, if I only get to preach one message the rest of my life, it'd be Jesus. Amen. Well, I'm having a time. But then last thing I see this morning. Verse number 24, 25. Read it again. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. Took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. I want to say not only this morning do I see the purity of this name, the price of this name, the purpose, the preaching of this name, but I see the power of this name. The power. Preacher, I see that Joseph didn't want to have anything to do with this until Jesus showed up on the scene. The name Jesus. And, and the name Jesus in my life and in your life, the man Jesus, Jesus, God Jesus, will produce power in our life. You say, what did it produce? It says, then Joseph being raised. The power of this name is the fact that he'll get you living things that you never lived before. He'll get you doing things. I'm about to have me a spell, Brother Lamar. He'll get you doing things that you've never been willing to do before. Amen. The, there is power in the name of Christ this morning. Hey, there is power in the name of Jesus. And there is a power to get you off the stool of do nothing, to get you, get your wallet out, say amen right there, to get your feet on the ground, to get you going, to get you doing. Hey, Joseph was just sitting. Joseph was contemplating, not even having a part of this. But when the name of Jesus showed up, he got up and he went to work doing something for God. Amen. Let me, I'll tell you this and I'm done. Last night, I got a friend named Daniel. We met in seventh grade, 12 years old. Daniel grew up, his family owned a bar. He smoked pot the first time, fifth grade. Just a mess. Drinking, fussing, cussing all over their family. And preacher... Our whole life, our whole friendship. He's been like a brother to me. I've tried to help him. But our whole friendship, and, and Brother Grant will tell you, he's been in and out, up and down. 
He's been doing meth for 15 years. 15 years. He's, he's, he's not married. He's, he's living with a woman. They've got, he's, she's got a child with another man. He's got a child with another woman, and they've got two children together. Just been a mess his whole life. Earlier this year, <clears throat> he enrolled himself in, a, in a, uh, a rehab, a Christian rehab center. It's a 10-month program. He got out for Christmas. And Brother Lamar, I'm just, I'm, oh me of little faith. I've been praying for the boy since I was 12. I'm just being honest. I've been praying for him since I was 12. And I just figured I was going to go over there. It's going to be the same old thing. I get over there last night, preacher. And his demeanor's different. I've known him my whole life. His demeanor's different. I sit down with him and he's wanting to talk about God and wanting to talk about church and wanting to talk about the Bible. I sit down with him. He's wanting to talk about him and that girl getting married. He's wanting to talk. Amen. Amen. He's talking about how he said I, I, all them years, Chris, he said them, the drugs had a lock on me and had a hold on me. And he said I was bound down. But he said it's not there anymore. We got out to the truck. I'm praise God. We got out to the truck last night, and, and, and we we was a talking, and we's a crying. I ain't never cried with Daniel. Amen. We's cowboys together. You didn't cry as a cowboy. I'm sitting there crying with him. Hey, and we're talking about. It. I said, Daniel, let me ask you this. I've, and I've asked him this a hundred times. I said, Daniel, tell me, are you saved? He said, Chris, I thought I was, but just a few months ago, I got born again. He said, I got saved. He said, it's different now. It's different now. I said, Daniel, I said, Daniel, what are you talking about? He said, man, I read my Bible every day. He starts telling me, he said, when I get out of there, I got to find me a good church and read the Bible because you can't live for God and not do that. I'm thinking, who is this guy? I said, Daniel, Hey, I said, he said, I said, tell me more. Daniel looked me in the face last night, Grant. He said a couple weeks ago, there was a new boy that came in the rehab center. He said he was lost. He was messed up just like I was. He said, I got to take a Bible and show that boy how to get saved. I'm talking about my buddy. It's done nothing but dope and drank and cheated and ran around his whole life. Guess what? Jesus made a difference. Jesus brought power in his life. There's power. In the name of Jesus. Last night, I was about to get in the truck. The baby was screaming. Time to eat. Amen. She was hangry. Preacher, Daniel looked me in the eyes and we was both just crying. He said, Chris, why don't you lead us in prayer? He never asked me nothing like that before. But lady, he's never asked me nothing. He's, oh man. Brother Lamar, me and him got down on that ground. And when I got about right here, it, it, it dawned on me what all was happening. It dawned on me that prayers were being answered. It dawned on me that what I was going to preach this morning was being lived out right there. And as I knelt down, I put my arm around Daniel and tears was falling on the ground. I was praying to God. After I got done praying, I was went to get back up and Daniel put that big arm around my, my neck and hugged me back down. And Daniel, for the first time, I've known the boy 16 years. For the first time, Daniel said, Dear God, I was, and he went into praying like an old mountain preacher. Hey, I'm telling you this morning, there's power, there's power, there's power in the name of Jesus. Amen.
And He can change your life this morning. He can change your life. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. But Jesus could change your life this morning. That's why He came. That's why He lived. That's why He died. That's why He got up. So you could be saved. You look up here at me, sinner. All of that that I just said means nothing in your life unless you repent, put your faith in Christ. Jesus can't make you get saved. It's a free choice. It's a free will, responsibility of man. Jesus has done all of His part. Holy Ghost is drawing this morning. He's been working the whole service. And this Christmas morning, the greatest gift you could ever have is salvation. Can I give an altar call prayer to you? I want every head bowed and every eye closed. Nobody's looking. I want to ask you this morning. Anybody here say, Preacher, I'm a mess. My heart's, heart's in a mess. My life's in a mess. Preacher, I've, I've never been saved. I'm on my way to hell. Would you pray for me? Would you slip your hand up this morning? I see that hand. Anybody else? Uh, tears aren't enough. I see that hand. Anybody else? Preacher, I'm in, I'm in turmoil this morning. My heart, God's dealing with me. I've never been saved. Would you pray for me? I see that hand. Anybody else? Anybody else? Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I see that hand. Anybody else this morning? Nobody's looking. Me and the Lord. Nobody's looking. I can see everybody in the house. Anybody else? There's been three or four that's raised their hand this morning. How about you, ma'am, sir? what What about you just say, I'm tired of living the way I'm living. I'm not sure if I'm saved or not, but I'm tired of the life I'm living. Would you pray for me, preacher? Would you slip your hand up? Anybody like that? Thank you for being honest. Thank you. Anybody else? I see that hand. Anybody else? This morning, we're all going to stand. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. If you're saved here this morning, you're not living out that purity of that name, living out that holiness in your life. I crawl in this altar, beg God to forgive me and ask Him to teach me and to mold me and to grow me if I was lost here this morning. I I walk this aisle. I walk this this aisle and get in this old-fashioned altar and be saved this morning. As they sing, would you come? Would you come?